Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hello, from CNN, I'm Joe Beck, with the five things you need to know for Friday, October 27th. As a community mourns the 18 people killed in mass shootings in Maine, thousands are being urged to stay in their homes because the suspect is still on the run. Police say 40-year-old Robert Card was behind the attacks on a restaurant and a bowling alley on Wednesday night in the city of Lewiston. He's been described as armed and dangerous, and he's facing an arrest warrant for eight counts of murder. We're also learning more about the victims of the shooting. Trisha Asselin's family says she was killed at the bowling alley when she ran to try to call 911 to get help. Her sister, Bobby Nichols, was bowling with her at the time. We heard a, a loud noise, and I wasn't sure what it was till I heard another shot. And I knew, and I seen that I couldn't see her, and everybody was running when the cops showed up. And I kept asking, where's my sister? She's in there. And I just wanted to be with my sister. People are once again looking to Washington to see if anything will be done to tighten gun control laws in the wake of the attack. And it's even made one Maine lawmaker change his stance on assault rifles. I'll tell you a bit more about that in our 9am episode of Five Things. EU leaders have stopped short of calling for a ceasefire in Gaza and are instead appealing for humanitarian pauses to provide aid. That's a split from the UN and several countries in the region that are calling for both sides to formally agree to stop fighting immediately, as the main UN agency in the Strip says its operations are being paralysed because of a lack of fuel. Though Israel insists fuel and supplies do exist in Gaza, but are controlled by Hamas. And while some aid is getting in, CNN's Rafael Romo tells us it's not enough. This amount of aid has been previously described by UN officials as not a drop in the bucket, but a drop in the ocean, considering that before the war, about 100 trucks per day crossed into Gaza. Aid agencies are warning of a deepening humanitarian crisis in the crowded strip, as Israeli forces say they're preparing for a ground invasion. The US carried out airstrikes on two facilities used by Iran-backed militias in eastern Syria yesterday. This comes after a series of recent drone and rocket attacks against US forces in the region. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin described the strikes as, quote, narrowly tailored self-defense, saying they're separate from the ongoing conflict in Gaza. Although US intelligence does show Tehran wants to capitalize on the backlash in the region to US support for Israel, and has escalated attacks against American forces since October 17th. The Pentagon says about 900 US troops are deploying to the Middle East because of heightened tensions in the region. Now that the House is up and running, several New York Republicans are trying to kick Representative George Santos out of Congress. A group filed a resolution yesterday to expel him, and it could be voted on next week. It comes after prosecutors filed 23 charges against Santos earlier this month, including identity theft, which he's pleaded not guilty to. And this morning, he has to appear in court to face more charges, this time relating to campaign finance allegations. And he says he'll also be pleading not guilty to those. Coming up, Taylor Swift's year gets even better, as Bloomberg says she's now a billionaire. It's been a pretty big week for Taylor Swift. She's just released 1989, Taylor's version, 
and Bloomberg's put her on its billionaires list. The outlet says her total net worth is now $1.1 billion, thanks to her record-breaking Eras tour that brought millions to local economies in some cities. Swift's new album is a remake of her hugely successful and multi-Grammy winning 1989, and it's the fifth time she's released a Taylor's version after her former label sold her master recordings. That's all for now. I'll be back with our next episode, which drops at 9am Eastern. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.